before we get started this week, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to us and supporting us with this wacky, crazy, stupid journey that we've been on for about three years now. Uh, yeah, it's been three years since Sandlot Sports launched, and we could not be happier. Uh, we do this every week, mainly for you guys. We do it sometimes for us, just for therapy, so our wives don't get sick of us talking about sports, but really for you guys, for your entertainment. So thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just keeping us going through. Um, I'll let you know that we're starting to launch our Patreon page on patreon.com. You can go to, the, I believe it's patreon.com slash Sports. Uh, we're going to post all of our episodes up there, and soon we're going to have exclusive blog posts. You can actually read our stupid, crazy thoughts as they're just listening to them. Um, so again, just thank you for everything. Thank you all for, for your support. And, and with that, here's this week's episode. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What up, what up? And BJ Thomas. We need to talk about fried chicken more on the show. That's what we need to do. You're going to make everyone hungry before we get started. I'm already talking about being hungry. My fried chicken recipe is the bomb. Well, I'm going to I'm going to solve that problem real quick. So there is a term that you used over the weekend to to describe Alabama's quarterback situation. Would you like to repeat what that term is? Oh, it's been a long couple of days. You're going to have to help me. You're going to help me. You use the word dumpster juice. Yeah, that's a great term. And I, you know, I, I would say, yeah, but no, not not really. Because dumpster juice is like still liquidy. It's from the bags. It's like all the decan. No, the Alabama quarterback situation is like that congealed juice after months in the in the dumpster. Um, until until you have worked at a restaurant after it rained for three days after a hurricane, thrown a Ooh. bag in the dumpster and been hit in the mouth of that juice. <laughs> Don't tell me what it is. Ooh. Don't tell me what it is. I almost threw up on a dishwasher. Yeah, that's disgusting. Well, speaking of throwing up, that's what Alabama almost did over this weekend. They almost lost to a school that doesn't know where they are. Look, these guys <laughs> these guys are going to be much better off putting a running back, a quarterback, and doing the old Tony Sperano, run that wildcat. Just yeah, do it. Just you do it. it. <laughs> so they, all three of them are garbage. And it's yeah. not just the quarterbacks. Their offensive line is not the typical Alabama offensive line. The wide right mm. receivers cannot get separation, which might be why the quarterbacks can't complete passes. I haven't like, seen quarterbacks this terrible since Florida last year. <laughs> Do you know who the offensive coordinator for Alabama is? Derp a derp a derp a derp. <laughs> His name is Tommy Reese, and guess where he's from? Da 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 da. Notre Dame. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not start me off this early. <laughs> I was hoping to. But, no, um, you can't. You can't because I felt guilty about you last week. As soon as the as soon as we stopped airing, I was like, "Shit." <laughs> no, but but in, in all seriousness, um, Nick Saban, what he's got to do to even remotely save this season is, my personal opinion, they're going to have to let do some more offensive plays where he's doing some some RPOs, some type of like running, like well, have to. And, and here's here's play. the problem: if you've not practiced an RPO, if you're not familiar with those concepts. Yeah. You cannot implement those in a week. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I mean, that, I know that how to takes f- an entire off season. I know how to fix this. Is the transfer portal still open? No, yeah. not for this year. Not well, for- then we're fucked. Yeah. yeah, Alabama is is fucked this year. Yeah. Unless they take my idea, full Tony Sperano. I don't know. Like, if I'm Nick Saban, I'm going full desperation. And don't tell me it can't be done, because I don't think, I do not think Tony Sperano started the season with that offense. No, I'm pretty um, that, sure they played a couple games with Pennington. I was like, this isn't going to work. That was, I want to say it was, I know it was against the Patriots. I want to say it was week three that year. Yeah, I'll look it so, up, but I want to say it was week three or four. Do you know they, why it's doable? Because these kids have been doing it since they were eight. Yeah. 
But that offensive line is not typical. That defense is not typical. You know, and, can't, and, can't judge that defense. It's on the field too much. That's fair. I know. Well, yeah. well we're going to judge it um, later today when we when we call the Alabama uh, Ole Miss game. So, but I'm, it it wasn't just Alabama that took last week off. And it, yes, I know I was out of the country. I felt like the top ten teams were out of the country last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Georgia looked like they just didn't care. Um, I knew I wasn't supposed to be talking to you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan, like, I don't know what the hell that was. It just the quarterback has reverted to freshman year. I'm going to, you know, be hero ball. Florida State basically gave up the fourth quarter and was lucky they won. Tennessee lost to a Billy Napier coach Florida team. <laughs> Dion, Dion almost lost to Colorado State. Yeah. 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 I felt, I'm, I'm lie, I fell asleep at midnight. I missed the end of that game. I was depressed when I woke up. I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rivalry games are tough. I mean, they, yeah. I, you can tell they both came into that game like one knock each other's head off. One. Look, bro, when's the last time we talked about Colorado State? No. I don't think I ever have. Okay. Okay. So you, you, we, can all, we can always say rivalry games are tough, but there's certain ones that should not be. Uh, okay. So here's the deal. Rivalry games like Auburn, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, yeah. Michigan, Ohio yeah. State, those games can go either way. Yeah, but Colorado, Colorado State, no, they're not the same league. That's like border one, division two, borderline division yeah. two. You know, here, here's a question for you, pop quiz: What conference is Colorado State in? Mountain West. Swack. Dorian's right. <laughs> uh, I too, yes. I, mean, I was just going to throw conferences out there. That yeah, probably and, that and that's collapsed. my point. I, yeah. That's my point. Is Colorado is a Power Five team now? I couldn't tell you what the conference. I think it's the Pac-12 they play in now, but they're still technically a, a Power Five team. They sure as hell have a Power Five coach. Yeah, yeah. They got a Power Three coach. <laughs> yep. Now, and what's really funny is on the sidelines, he was uh, pho- photographed with the number one quarterback from the 2025 recruiting class, and you know, Dabo was like. Fuck! <laughs> no, I was I was just joking. I was just joking, but seriously, think about it. Name any three any coaches above Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and Deion Sanders. I don't think you can. Yeah. If you throw Brian Kelly in there, you're stretching. Yeah. Like, I mean, there there's coaches that I trust to win a game. Um, mm-hmm. but those two have the pedigree and the history to go, no, no, I've got this. Because like Har- Harbaugh's had multiple classes to prove that he's probably a top five or six coach. Yeah, but you know I don't trust Ryan Day at all. Um, Harbaugh can't; he just can't win the big one. I, I hope he does it this year, but I just I don't think so. Um, James Franklin is a joke. Um, all right, so we got Lincoln Riley. Maybe if it's only like seven on seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough. Deion Sanders has gone from. Uh, HBCU to top three coach in Division One. Yeah, yeah, but question though, um, I, I was talking to somebody about this theory. Let's say, for instance, let's say Saban decides he wants to he wants to retire. You know, I had enough. I won my championships. Do you think? Do you believe that Saban would say, "Hey, you know what? You guys need to go after Dion," and they just throw the kitchen sink at? Him? I will tell you this: that Dion will go to Clemson before he goes to Alabama. Think so? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you this: the Clemson job is going to be open before Alabama job is. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I just when Nick Saban isn't resisting change, I can't not explain what the hell Dabble's th- Dabble Sweeney's thinking. I, I have no I idea. I can't logic it out. No. I'm just going to dig my heels in and lose. I'm just like, I mean, watching Dabo struggle this year is like watching the Cowboys after 95, like watching the Detroit Red Wings after they put the salary cap in the NHL, is they don't know how to adjust, and they just I, don't know what to do. I can't believe you just went through all that horseshit. You could have just said, like, watching the Lions. That's all you had to say. No, like, the, no, 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 because the Lions haven't been good. <laughs> the post-Barry Sanders years hurt. Yeah. Because I'm not even a Lions fan, and I was like, man, y'all are really trash now. I told you. <laughs> Borderline trash, and now you're like, now you're really trash. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the Lions stink and the, the Browns stink in the NFL segment, but y'all will make it fun of me. And, yeah, I, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> Look, you're not going to lob softballs on this podcast and not <laughs> expect me to crush them over the fucking fence. That's what you're not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... But uh, but but back to Alabama. Um, yeah. So I don't, and, and also too, nothing too. Like their their defense, like you said, they they're on the field like constantly, right? After a while, they're gonna start be like, hey, you know what? Like at the rubber has to meet the road to where maybe one of the offensive captains can like go to um, you know, one of the coaches and be like, hey, like. Help us help you. You guys not helping us with us being on the field longer in these possessions, which causing us to be exposed because the whole USF game shouldn't even be. It should have been 41 to zero in the first half. Now, okay, I will say this. Yes, they played in a massive rainstorm. Okay, that should have kept it close in the first half. When they came out in the second half and that rainstorm was was gone, that should not have mattered. Now, the problem was, as Alabama teams of old would have gone to that rainstorm, because I see BJ shaking his head, would have gone to that rainstorm and went, fuck it, we're just going to load up, we're going to do just triple option, and not even throw the ball, and just pound it down your throat. Yeah, and the they option, didn't. They, they would have done dives the whole yeah. first half, right over what the center, yep. and beat the shit out of the middle linebacker until he couldn't play football anymore. Yeah. I, I looked at that score, and my jaw hit the ground. I was like, USF? Really? That's what we're doing this year? Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't even like it was, it ended 17 to three. Like it was 10 to three with a minute to go in the game. I was stunned. Like that, that's, that should not happen. I was ever. about to go on. I was about to try to get on the sideline and be like, Hey Nick, you know, let me give it a shot. <laughs> I, I got eligible. Can't be worse. I mean, I'm probably going to die of the concussion that I get, but I'll try. Yeah. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give her the old college try. Give the old college try. Just run a nine route. I can throw it on the sideline. This, these assholes cannot. Yeah. But but I, I go back to my point is the Alabama offensive line should not have had any issues with the South Florida defensive line. Right. Ever. Any issues anywhere across the field. You're, right. you're singling things out that don't need to be singled out. There shouldn't have been any issues anywhere. Yeah, but, There's not one position that USF is close to Alabama. No. And, but the pro- difference is USF had confidence and Alabama's is being chipped away at on a daily basis. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, the, the game this week, which, again, we're going to pick, it's make or break for the season. Because if they lose this season, Saban may lose the locker room. Yeah. I don't know. If he brings a quarterback in, I'm pretty sure he can fix the locker room. He's He's got a little – he's got some – He's got some things stored away. He's he's built up a, a savings of credibility. I'm not sure it goes that quick. Well, I mean, this may be the first year 
since 07 that they have three or four losses. That's what it gets for hiring a Notre Dame offensive coordinator. Yeah, that, that is true. That's what you get. Yeah. You haven't paid attention to this offense? <laughs> yeah, and the Notre Dame offense prior to this year was, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, maybe throw it because the quarterback was Ian Book. It's like, seriously. Hmm. You know, and if you're going to bring that offense to Alabama, you should have the horses. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. But they gave up 177 rushing yards to South Florida. That that's that's a bigger problem. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Combined, it should be like 71. Yeah. <laughs> Why though? Because they were on the field most of the game. Well, I mean, so the time of possession was basically even. It was 30 yeah. minutes and 26 seconds for <laughs> South Florida. Yeah, and Alabama's defense isn't used to that. No. Yeah. So it's it like you know, a Chip Kelly coach team. Like what? What? What are we back on the field for? <laughs> oh my god! Very, very tough to watch. So we're gonna do a power rankings, and I promise you guys, I promise I will not do the ESPN thing. <laughs> Which one? So ESPN has redone their power rankings. They said if the season, you know, started fresh, and this is our first power rankings, our number one team would not be Georgia. I'm like, okay. Let me let me let me take your clickbait and see just how dumb you think you are. Okay, so they said their number one team would not be Georgia, it would not be Michigan, it would not be Ohio State, it wouldn't be Florida State, it wouldn't even be Colorado. They said if they just redid the power ranking starting this week, their number one team would be Washington. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was like, okay, y'all are dumb. <laughs> Super dumb. <laughs> so I know we're stupid, but we are you're kind of stupid. So we're going to do our own power rankings. So BJ, you want to kick us off? Who's your number one team? Georgia. You got to got to still be Georgia. Yep, I got Georgia yep. number one yep. as well. Same. Yeah, number Same. two, BJ. Everything's so crazy right now. But FSU did win, and they were number three. I guess I'm going there. Should I? Uh, I don't That's know. up to you. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I guess I guess I'm gonna say FSU. And see, I, I had Michigan number two last week. And I think i I think I had Florida State uh, number three or four. All right. <laughs> look, let me let me let me revise that. I'll I'll stick with Michigan. No because the, no, they've stayed the course and you know, looking back on it, that Boston College game was sketchy for like three that, quarters. That's where I was going is is Florida State basically just did not care in the fourth quarter and almost lost it. Now, granted, Michigan looked like shit, but they th- that game wasn't close. The Florida State against Boston College game was close. And I, I can't jump a team that won when you beat yeah. a inferior opponent because they missed an extra point. You're right. You're right. I'm going to say Michigan second, and we'll figure out where FSU is further on the line. Okay. So I got Michigan too. Dorian, who do you have? I got Texas. Okay. I got Texas. Now, I I will say this, that we we normally say, you know, best win on the board. Is that Alabama win as good as it was last week? Oh. Because don't forget, Texas was tied with Wyoming at 10 going into the fourth quarter. Right. I I mean, mean, you look at it past weekend, all the top teams played shitty. 
Uh, I feel like he's got to get some kind of credit for beating Saban. Isn't he like the yeah. only the second assistant to do that? Second or third? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'm, don't just don't expect me not to comment on it. Yeah. Oh, trust me. If we've learned anything, it's not to expect that. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Texas too. I uh, beat you. Who do you have three? FSU. Yeah, I got Florida State at three. Is Ohio State's look shaky as well, but again, you you put the resume up. Florida State's got a better win. That's just how it is. As of this minute, yes. Yep. Because yep. let's just be honest. Right now, LSU is the best team in the SEC West. Yeah. Yeah. Dorian, we have FSU number three. Okay. BJ, number four. I mean, Ohio State, for lack of a better situation. Yeah, I've, I've got Ohio State as well at four. Me at four, I have Michigan. That's that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so, BJ, who's your five? Default Penn State. I mean, uh, this this is one of the harder years to do this that I can remember. Because mm-hmm. usually yeah. we can just keep cycling Alabama, USC, Ohio, Penn State, Michigan, Georgia in the top five for weeks and weeks and weeks. And everything they just turned the whole season on its ear in week two. And it's like, oh, well, okay. Uh, oh, give, I, us a, no, give us something to talk about. I'm good with mean, that. I, you mean I have to think early? Man, shit. Damn it. <laughs> So we're on four, right? Yes, we are we're on five. Five. Oh, on four. Five. We're five. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going five to USC. Because I, I, I think if they played Penn State on the field, I think they would win. As soon as they see a defense, bro, they're in trouble. Yeah. Me for number five, I got I got Ohio State. And that Marvin Harrison Jr., man, that, that dude's special. He's special. <laughs> <laughs> one one player does not a team make. You know, and you can have a great wide receiver. You need a great quarterback to pair him with, and I don't think that's McCord. Yeah. We discussed him. Okay. BJ, who's your number six? Well, last week it was Tennessee. It can't be Tennessee this week. No. So we're going to go slide USC into number six. Yeah, I'm I'm putting Texas at six. I did not see Tennessee getting a whole mud hole stomped in the ass by the game. <clears throat> I, I will say this, that Tennessee, while their offense is spectacular, they're, they get pushed around very easily. When they played Georgia last year, it looked like they were playing the JV team. Look, Georgia is the new Alabama, so we can't do that. Yeah, but when they played Florida last week, it looked like it was a JV team because they were just getting pushed around on defense. It's fucking Gators. <laughs> I love when you he he claims to have comebacks for everything, but then you can do something like that in silence. You gotta love that. You gotta love that shit. <laughs> so you you are gonna have Tennessee at seven. Who do, who do you have? Oh, at seven? No, yeah. Tennessee goes down. Tennessee was my sixth. They go down again. Okay, that's where USC goes. Okay. Yes, so USC is six. So then I guess Washington goes to seven. We are on seven, correct? Yes. 
I guess it's Washington. I mean, yeah. this is just a default, like, chunks of shit floating to the top of the toilet type thing. <laughs> so that is what's nice about this weekend is that there was five or six ranked matchups. So we're going to know a lot more this time next week about a lot of these teams. So my seven is Penn State. Okay. Dorian? Uh, my six was USC. My seven is Penn State. BJ? This is where Texas comes in. Okay. For me? Yeah, I'm, I'm putting Washington at eight. Until they play a team that like wants to play, because Michigan State like talent wise was not on Washington's level, and firing their coach a couple days before the game, probably not the best of ideas to win. <laughs> so Dorian, number eight. Same. I got Washington. BJ number nine. Number nine, Notre Dame. That's that's who I've got the nine as well. They played well this weekend. Yeah, same Notre Dame. And number ten. Allow me to be the first to bring Colorado into the discussion. Ooh. That that is fair. I will I will do that if they beat the team that I have at number ten this week. I have Oregon at ten. Yeah, me my number ten. I got Utah. Yeah, I, I, I obviously I was out of the country. Did Rising come back this weekend? Because he, he was the one thing that was holding them back. Oh, I didn't hear. So. I did not hear about that. Because, I mean, they, they've been doing this with a backup quarterback, with two backup quarterbacks. Yeah, no, he's he didn't play last no. week. No, it's possibly this week. So. And they're going to need them for this week because, I mean, I think they're playing uh, UCLA this week. Speaking of which, let's get to our picks. For Hold on a second. Okay. Are we not going to talk about Travis Hutter and getting his whole chest caved in? Yeah, no, that was that was bad. Not death threat worthy, though. No. I appreciate Dion stepping out like he did and uh, really trying to uh, – take the heat off that kid well and, and Dion knows it is a game now shots like that will happen um but it's not death threat worthy Dion's defensive back there was part of him that went ooh yeah <laughs> it's like well no it is Dion's. he didn't tackle that's what they say but there wasn't a whole lot of bad defense on Dion. oh he didn't need to tackle he was all right in run support he wasn't the worst guy in the field, typically. No. I still remember the story that Dion will, will say himself, is that when he had an angle on Bo Jackson. It's the wrong wrong guy, though. That's not fair. We always <laughs> talk about taking the... That's not fair. Andy was a freshman. Yeah. So he was basically a kid trying to tackle a grown-ass man. I don't yeah. care how old Bo is. Bo's been a grown-ass <laughs> man since he could walk. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what Dion said was he got close to Bo, and Bo put his hand on his head and went, I bless you, my child. Pushed him away and kept going. <laughs> All right. So okay. our our first game this week is Florida State and Clemson. Florida, Florida State, State is a one and a half point favorite. One and a half point. 
shit. Which is weird, because Clemson has not done anything. Yeah. Uh, Florida State. That's where I'm going. Um, are, are they playing in uh, Tallahassee? or It's it's in Death Valley. Ooh. Darn, have you watched Clemson this year? Uh, yeah, you know, right. I've I've watched them. Um, they got the same I mean, quarterback I mean, play Alabama does. Yeah, I don't know. There, there might be slightly better than Alabama. Slightly. Okay, okay so maybe. the turd is golden, not brown. <laughs> but, but in this game, I'm of course I'm going Florida State. They should, they should bounce back. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Florida State as well. Okay. Next game is Oregon versus Colorado. This game is in Eugene. Oregon is a 20 and a half point favorite, which I do not understand. I'm not prepared to bet against Dion yet. You taking the buffs? Yes. Dorian? Is this where you think the train gets off, goes off the tracks? I'm, I'm just nervous not having Travis Hunter. But the thing about it is, if anybody can motivate anyone to go through a brick wall, it will be uh, Dion. So I'm going. I'm going Buffalo. It's going to be tight. Hey, be what, tight. what's that running back's name? That kid's a game breaker. Yeah. Um. You talked about. Yeah. Him. The 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 backup one is too. Um. He's he's pretty solid. I think. Hooker, yeah. Is it Hooker, number nine. Yeah, and remember, one? we're not picking the game. We're just picking against the spread. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, oh yeah. I really that don't think Oregon's going to cover that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Oregon was good. Yeah, I yeah I'm, I'm taking Colorado f- for that reason because I don't think there's any way in hell that Oregon wins by three touchdowns. They might win because it's in Eugene and there was a talent deficit, but it ain't going to be three touchdowns. Next game is Utah at UCLA. I'm sorry, UCLA at Utah. Utah's a five-point favorite. I think Utah covers that. I don't think a touchdown's out of the realm of possibility in that game. Yeah, me too. I think they cover too. And then win by seven or six. Oh, yeah. We just talked about if Cam Rising is back, I think Utah covers. But I don't think he's back. And if he is, he's not going to be 100%. So I've got UCLA to to, to beat the spread. So, BJ, here's a game for you. Mississippi at Alabama. Alabama is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I would not even blink in any other situ any other year. We were talking about Alabama, Old Miss. I'm blinking. Uh, they aren't covering. I think Old Miss might actually beat them. Yeah, same. I don't think I don't think Alabama's going to cover either. I don't think they're not not only not going to cover. I think they're going to lose. You know, it just it's it's so ugly. It's hard. It, it makes me turn the game. Yeah, like it's so hard for me to watch. Yeah. I, I mean, it's gone past me enjoying them failing to like, this is hard to watch. I mean, I, I don't think Alabama's defense is going to hold Mississippi's offense low enough for that inept offense of Alabama to win. Because Mississippi can score in one play, and they've shown it. Yeah, BJ, what was that stat you, sh- you showed me the other day or th- today? That like the the Mississippi quarterback was like fifth in um, completion accuracy in the SEC, and um, the Alabama quarterbacks are like eleven twentieth, and like it's just terrible. That's horrible. 
Terrible. Just terrible. Okay. Um, I've got this one because this is a ranked matchup. Oregon State with DJU versus Washington State. I don't trust Washington State to do anything. <laughs> I don't think they're going to cover. I, I don't think they'll they'll beat Oregon State. So that's where I'm going. Yeah, it's only a two and a half point favorite. It's like a battle of the potheads. Dorian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think Washington State covers. I'm I actually think Oregon State going to win. Yeah, and and I want to agree with you guys. But weird shit happens in Washington State. It happens every single year where some game where they're not even supposed to be in, they ended up pulling out or it's close. And I think this is that game. So I'm going Washington State. Next scene is Ohio State versus Notre Dame. I have looked up the rules. They both cannot lose. Are you sure? That's what it says. Now, the NCAA does like to change the rules depending on what team it is, but it says that there has to be a winner in this game. So I'm going with Ohio State. Going with Ohio State to, to cover the three-point spread? Yeah. This is Notre Dame's first real test, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Ohio State to cover. Doyen? Uh, same. Ohio State. Ohio State to point. cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either you're way, say, you're about to save the graphic, aren't you? That's what ESPN calls it, saving <laughs> the graphic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to feel dirty either way in this game. Like I just, it's I, I know my wife wants to watch it. She's like clearing out or or even to watch this. I'm like, I'm just I feel icky, just like cheering for either team. Mm-hmm. Um, so side with Fisty McGee, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> the the two fisted. Uh, I'm going to go Notre Dame. Fuck it. Which I think is what they do in Notre Dame. So um, the last the last pick here is Iowa versus Penn State. Penn State's a uh, two-touchdown, 14-point favorite. Iowa can't score. I'm sorry, BJ, what did you say? Iowa can't score. If they score, it's on a punt return or something. They scored 40-something points last week. Against who? Uh, some shitty team. Okay, why did you even bring it up? Uh, well, you said they can't score. <laughs> they, <laughs> they can't. Can. Score. <laughs> when I refer to things like that, we're talking about big league football. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, they do have a quarterback that won a Big Ten title. In Iowa? No. I, yeah, Iowa has a quarterback that won a Big Ten title. But did he win that title at Iowa? No. No, but he brought his tight end with him. <laughs> <laughs> do you at least think that Iowa's defense can help them cover the 14-point spread? Hell no. Okay. They're going to be on the field the whole game. Dorian? Yeah, Penn State, and I think they'll cover too. Yeah. And here's the thing. If this game was at night, I would pick Iowa because weird shit happens at Kinnick Stadium at night. It's just – it's it's like the swamp. Um, it's just weird shit happens. I mean, we saw it in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium last week, um, but it's not. It's in Happy Valley. Uh, Penn State rolls by three touchdowns. I like how Adam's not a religious person, but he believes in some spiritual football <laughs> shit. <laughs> Maybe it's the way to the kids. I don't know. But weird shit happens at the stadium at night. Which, by the way, if we ever do our best traditions of college football, the Kinnick Wave is the best tradition. Well, you just did the list. Yeah, that, that's it. 
I don't so. know about that. Uh, Wisconsin and their jump around thing's pretty fucking electric. That's that's fun. Yeah. Now, I would hate. Have you ever been in one of those football stadiums when they get the concrete shaking? I've been in it when they yeah. had the aluminum shaking in the bounce house. Oh yeah, yeah. That stadium's basically recycled coke cans. I mean the concrete. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole building made out of concrete shaking. Yeah. I went to a Gator game once, and I was sitting in the upper deck, and it was uh, UF versus Miami when Rex Grossman was there, and I can't remember what happened. All of a sudden, I start. I felt the concrete start shaking. I was like, "This shit's not supposed to shake." <laughs> what are we doing here? Nope. Nah, Get me out of here. If you ever have a chance to catch it, um, the Inter Sandman entrance by Virginia Tech is pretty freaking badass. Yeah, and what's the one by uh, Clemson where they come down and touch Howard Rock? Yeah, that's pretty cool too. So, we'll we'll do a list of of top traditions one day. But right now, what name going to be in that? Um, what kind of traditions does Notre Dame have? Pre-game, that... pre-game wrist action. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you relax your hips. Oh shit! Okay, I gotta, I gotta stop recording. Look, I, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor, but I can only work from the inside. <laughs> Wait, no, no, we said Notre Dame, not Michigan State. <laughs> oh, I'm starting to feel dirty making fun of all these molestations that happen. <laughs> They seem to all happen up north. Yes, because they got that don't ask, don't tell thing going around the south. (laughs) (laughs) You just join some of these. All you got to do is join some of these news sites. You'll hear youth pastor this and youth pastor that. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our NFL segment. (laughs) 